Well, hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. Y'all better get ready because today's conversation is super sweet, super real, and very convicting. These two friends have been on here separately, so if you've been around this community for a bit, you'll be familiar with their sweetness. But today, we are chatting with, together, Matt Mitchell and Marie Claire. These two precious kingdom builders are in a dating relationship, and seriously, their story in the making, by God himself, whoo, it is a beautiful one. I personally have been so looking forward to this conversation, and it was worth the wait because we had the best time. If you're single like me, and dating relationship or even engaged or married this episode is still for you wherever you're at we talk about everything from identity to idols matt and marie claire truly get out of the way and the holy spirit floods their lips all right i pray you enjoy this episode let's dive right in (laughs) what a special day matt mitchell marie claire welcome to Faith and Friends. You've already been here. Welcome back. Thank oh, you. Thanks for having us, Georgia. Honored this is so exciting. Okay, so <laughs> for our new friends that are just now joining us, these are two people that are so near and dear to my heart. Matt has actually been here three times, episode five, episode 15, and 27. And recently, wow. I know. Isn't that kind of crazy? I mean, that's, famous. that's crazy. I'm honored. I'm dating a famous person. But it's so sweet to see the journey. The first time that we had Matt on here, we were talking about celebrating singleness. Then the second time we were just talking about the height and the craziness of 2020 with our pastor, Nick Person, which was super sweet. And then episode 27 was navigating healthy boy-girl friendships. And today, episode 64, here we are talking about drum roll please <laughs> come on episode 64 dating, dating. dating. <laughs> this is Great. amazing Ashley and oh i'm just so grateful marie claire was episode 59 so if y'all haven't listened please go back because girl that was some holy spirit fire that was just uh, coming from those sweet lips of yours oh, thank holy you fire. thank you Incredible. Okay, so let's just start at the beginning. Tell our friends all about Matt and Marie Claire. How did y'all meet? Let's just start at the beginning. Oh, yes. Well, are you guys ready for a journey? He's smiling so big. I wish you could see the way Matt's looking at Marie Claire. Yeah, we got to ask you guys if you guys are ready for a journey. Because that is a a story, but it was the top of 2020 on a cold winter day. It was not. Was it really? Cold winter day? It was in January. (laughs) Yes, you're right. But we, so I was playing a show with an artist in town at a bar. And so I was playing, I was playing keys and Marie Claire was in the audience. Little did I know this girl was in the audience, but we were playing a killer show. And then after the show, I think the guitar player knew Marie Claire's friends. And so mm-hmm. we went to go talk to Marie Claire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you're an artist? Oh my gosh, we should totally write sometime. And then I grabbed her phone and put my phone number in it. That's my <laughs> perspective of how it went down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so were you smitten? Were you like, ooh, she's so cute. Honestly, I was not smitten at all. I oh. was like, I was like, she's just a girl who's an artist and I'm trying to produce some music and write. So let's make it happen. <laughs> but I know from her perspective, when she saw me play, there was something in her spirit that was like, he's so familiar. Mm-hmm. He's so 
what what's something about him where is he from do i know him from somewhere and so when we connected i mm -hmm. think that was definitely a god thing yeah. she literally forgot what did you forget i don't know i was because i was there watching him play and then i was like oh my gosh like who is that guy and not in a weird way just like i literally thought i knew him from somewhere Mm -hmm. And so I was like, maybe he moved from Atlanta. Like, that's so weird. He looks so familiar. And then I was like, well, whatever. And I left with my friends. We actually went, we left the place. And then I think like 20 minutes later, I mean, I wasn't like keeping track of their set or anything. Like they were still playing when I left. 20 minutes later, I just walked back because I think I either forgot something like my card or something. And I came into the back and right as I came in, they came down <laughs> from the stage and they just walked straight up to us yeah. and then Matt was like hey and then I'm pretty sure you were like do we know each other or something or I was I like I did say that he, we both felt like wow do we know each other and so we looked through our like mutual friends and there was not one mutual friend and he was like I grew up in Nashville I'm like I did not I just moved here like a year ago so there was no way for us to know each other but it was kind of like a connection but not like a oh you're so hot like it wasn't like that <laughs> Okay, Matt, you were a little flirty, though. I was a little in the spirit. He was a little flirty. I was, spirit. He was, I was a little flirty. And then he started talking about Jesus and evangelizing me. And I was like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm saved. He was like, oh, good. That's a green flag. He, yeah, he was like, you know Jesus? I was like, yes. Who is this guy screaming about Jesus in a bar? And that's when I was like, hmm, maybe he has Whoa. some depth behind maybe. those. <laughs> so I got a number. I got yes. a number. And we wanted to write. This was in January 2020. Mm -hmm. I didn't, we tried to set up some times to connect yeah. between January and June, but it just didn't work out until eventually. Did I reach out to you? You did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I reached out to her, I think around June. Because we rescheduled it. That's right. We were trying to write and it just didn't work out. And then God really convicted, during this time, God really convicted my heart over Marie Claire. And again, I only met her once. Mm -hmm. I only met her once at a bar. But God, the Holy Spirit was like, you need to start praying for this girl. And no so I way. tried to, I wrote her name down. I have a vision board. I wrote it down on my board. Start praying for her, praying for her, praying for her. And eventually I was like, hey, Marie, I reached out to her. Hey, Marie Claire, I know we haven't been able to connect, but you've really been on my heart. I think we really need to connect and yeah. write music or produce or whatever. So I reached out to her. We scheduled a date to write in June 2020. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, listeners, we wrote this song. It's on Marie Claire's account right now on Spotify called Wake Me Up. Yes. That is a song that came out of the, it's like I guess the second time we hung out and talked. Yeah, first time we ever actually worked together. That was, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And during that right, we were just talking about what God was doing in our lives and meeting one another. And I started talking about what I, what I believed God was calling me to, mm -hmm. which is like the music industry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She started to talk about what she, what God was calling her to, mm -hmm. which was the music industry and it was during those moments, I believe the Holy Spirit was like, this is your girl. Like, this mm -hmm. is the girl you are supposed to marry. It was during that moment. It was so clear. It was so sharp. I know the mm -hmm. same thing happened to you. Yeah. No, literally, right? Like, so we're talking and we, I just got into his house, which is so weird because I normally don't just go to someone's house like that. <laughs> right. Nothing to mind. <laughs> Not like that, but... Um, he was like, he made me feel very safe and was just like, you know, I'll have roommates home. The door will be open. I was like, oh, this guy's legit. He's really, he's like, okay, well, let's see how much he really loves God, which <laughs> is not from a judgmental place. But like, I was like, once he starts to talk, I'll be able to tell if like, there's more depth there because 
for all the listeners out there, there's a lot of people that will tell you they love Jesus and they'll even proclaim him loud, but base it off of their fruit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, come on. So then Matt started talking and um, he just started talking about what God was doing in his life and literally was so crazy. So what had, what had been happening the months prior in my heart was actually like a softening to for the first time wanting a husband and I had never really desired that before I was always really afraid and like a month before I met Matt or met him for at his house the Lord kind of helped me decide like what I actually wanted in a man and it was all like characteristics of God instead of you know what I used to do which was like outward appearance or you know, well, he needs to be this like Australian worship leader tatted. Like literally I had some weird idol in my head of what Mm -hmm. I wanted and God really tore that down. And I had no idea when I was going to Matt's house that I would even feel anything remotely for him. Like I actually had my mind on someone else, which was not a good idea. Um, But when I got to Matt's house and he started sharing about the deliverance he had been experiencing, how he actually had a relationship with the Holy spirit. Like I had literally, he started listing off all the things that I had prayed for in a man. And just like he was filled with the Holy ghost, you know, he, he was actively praying in the spirit, like those kinds of things. He started his inner healing journey. He was emotionally aware, like those things that I was looking for. And I was just like, the more he was talking, literally, I was like, what, who is this guy? Like, Mm -hmm. literally, who is this guy? And then, like he said, when he started talking about his calling, he started talking about, you know, um, his heart for the church, but then also the music industry and um, making excellent music for the Lord. But that brings people to Jesus, but also serving in the local church. And I was like, literally in that moment, it felt like a voice from not me, like very outward, came in so quick, like the wind and was just like take a good look. You just met your husband. Like literally. And I was just like, what? I mean, I was literally so shocked when that happened that I was kind of in disbelief. Like I literally told myself, I'm like, no, 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 Marie Claire, what are you saying? Like, that's not true. And then for the second time, take a good look. Like he's everything you actually desire basically. Um, And so then I like took a second and I just like looked at him while he was talking. And I was like, (laughs) shoot, is this my husband? Like, and then I was like, okay, maybe I'm just crazy. So I kind of just pushed it down. I was like, I'm just being crazy. Cause sometimes we honestly like dispel the Holy spirit because we think it's us, um, which tests everything, you know? Yeah. And the last thing I'll say, we still pause, but it's good to know that the Holy, we know it was the Holy spirit who yeah. really spoke that to us because both of us heard it. Yes. Mm, that's A lot so of people, good. That's so men, good, or, Matt. men or women think you're my husband, you're my wife. The Lord no, told no, no, me no, to no. ask you out. No. When it's like, did the Lord tell the other person that, that they were going to ask you out? Because the Holy Spirit, that's not much like he's one. Yes. Mm, come on, we're, Matt. We're supposed to be unified with him. Yes. So for all the men that say, God, he's kind of fallen in the influence of, you know, Lord told me to ask you out, said girl. That is the girl. She's got to hear that as well. And if she yes. doesn't hear that as well, that is not the Lord. You're listening to this, another voice. Yes. And for the women who believe that they find their husband, the Lord told me to find you the lord told me you're gonna be my husband it says that he who finds a wife not that she who finds a husband come on baby be careful with that and you can find a confirmation if both people hear that yes and i'll also add to that when i heard that voice you know i never told him once like there was not a point where i was like hey god actually told me you're my husband no like 
I was not at all like, I was like, okay, if that's true, basically time will tell and the Holy spirit will confirm this. And so test every spirit, test all words that you get to the word of God, which is like, wait on the Lord and stuff like that, you know, um, which was really hard. And well, as we go on with the story, it'll show that I actually think the Lord spoke that I feel like God just said this, but I feel like the Lord actually spoke that to both of us individually that very first time because he knew all the trials that would come mm-hmm. and all the things that would test that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, so much hard stuff happened. Without vision. People yeah. Can. Without vision. My pe- yeah, exactly. And so for me, it was like, wow. Like it was something I could really hold on to when times were really, really hard, you know, um, just that the Lord did speak to me and he kept con- continued mm-hmm. to speak to me and even though it literally looks like the opposite right now. And I hold it loosely still, even though he spoke to me, I hold it loosely, but that is a comforting word, you know, as we kept going on our relationship. So I'm, I'm thankful he did it like that for us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. No, you both had to walk in faith and that, that first day, Matt, you didn't tell her that she was your wife. Did you? I kept that word to myself. Good. And that comes with self-control. I mean, it it really comes down to the pressing, but also like the moments of, okay, am I going to actually bear good fruit? Am I going to live out what I, you know, have known to be true? Because I feel like you read all the books, you listen to all the podcasts, but then when you're in the thick of it, you're like, okay, now I have to like boots to the ground, apply this. Mm -hmm. And so that first day when you wrote, that was just the beginning. And so it, you know, it, there's always a beautiful rainbow after the storm, but the Lord has taken you through many trials. And I believe it has just made you stronger and more sanctified with him and with one another, as you just continue to journey together. But tell me some more, tell me about the days to come. Well, so after we wrote and it was like a 12 hour, right? Literally 12 hours, nine to nine. I, uh, the Lord spoke, like we said, I wrestled with that word. The Lord spoke. I was like, God, that ain't your voice. And I literally, I knew it was his voice. So I knew it was his voice to the, but I I rejected it because (laughs) out loud, God, I will not date her because I am not physically attracted to her. Now, Mm -hmm. let me explain what that means. I had an idol of what I deemed was my wife. It was, she was very beautiful and really the emphasis was put on her external appearance rather than her heart. The primary factor is focused on the physical and the external rather than the internal in the heart. Mm. So that's why I said, God, I'm not physically attracted to her. Marie Claire is beautiful. She's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. It really is. And I've always thought saw her as beautiful, but the idol tainted the way I saw her. So that mm. launched a year long. Thank you. That launched a year long uh, moment in time of wrestling, of confusion with my pride confusion mm. and wrestling with man i really like marie claire i love spending time with her i love talking with her i flirt naturally with her right. but i'm not going to be with her because external appearances physical attraction that idol and she I mean, what do we call that a false print a false, false prince a false prince I well that was it. that was for me that was for oh that was for me a false princess yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> he's referring to basically what i told you guys where that idol for me broke so then I actually got to 
I watched him kind of go through that same struggle, but I had just been set free from that. And the Lord, when I asked him what that was in my life, you know, that person I described, the Australian worship leader, whatever, (laughs) external thing. Tattoos. Yeah, tatted, (laughs) long hair, looks dirty. (laughs) Um, Looks dirty. (laughs) Just kidding. I look dirty. I'm just kidding. But that thing, when I asked the Lord what that was, he said, you know, it's a false prince. Basically, mm. he said, I'm the prince of peace. If any other prince sits on the throne of your heart, you will not be free. Like, you'll be you'll be in bondage forever, basically. Come on, sis. So only worship the prince of peace. Don't worship any other thing. So, yeah. But yeah. So it's false princess. False princess there. Yeah, we don't yeah. want anything false. No, no counterfeits. So let's talk to the friend right now who may be saying, okay, this is me. I have this idea of who I want. I have this list. I'm standing by it. If some guy no. comes around that is not this, I'm just, you know, out the door. So let's let's break down some idols in Jesus' name. I would yeah. love it. So if you just go to Proverbs 31, 30, I'm gonna try to quote this, but it is charm is deceitful deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman who fears the lord she will be praised mm-hmm. that is what broke that for me it's the word of god people word of, the word of god is a sword and it pierces to the division of the soul and the spirit the bone and the marrow and discerns the thoughts and the intentions of the heart mm-hmm. that's hebrews 4 12 we need the word of god and so that Amen. that was the word that broke it for me charm is deceitful beauty is in vain but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised marie claire was a woman who feared the lord I was valuing charm and I was mm. valuing beauty above a woman who fears the Lord. Mm. So I had to, I had to, I had to die to myself you know, pick up your cross for me. I had to die to myself and, and believe the word of God. Yeah. And that's what tore that down for me. Yeah. And so, I would also yeah. say, sorry, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. I would also say to the person that's like, I've got my list. I've, you know, this is it. Um, I would say, do you believe, you know, better than God? Come on. You believe you know what you need more than what God knows what you need. Because he says, if you delight in the Lord, he will give you, he will give you the desires of your heart. That means there's a deposit when you love him the most and you love him first and your delight, like your greatest joy is in him. That's when God can deposit what he wants for you in your heart. And he'll on top of that, bless you with it. And so it's, it's so incredible when the things that we think we need or want are actually not the things that are great for us. Great. Come on. And so I will just encourage that person. Don't try to choose your spouse. Mm. Don't try to pick them out. Great. People are not a subway sandwich. They're someone not. once told me you can't say I want Italian with a, with a salami, with a tomato. And that's that. No, people <laughs> are not that. And you, you can't, you can't objectify people, honestly, either. Like um, people aren't perfect. And the reality is that love um, is a choice. And Matt said, the word of God is, is the way that he found the truth. It's because it divides the soul from the spirit. The soul is your mind, Great. your mind, your thoughts, your will, what you want and your emotions. So it's only the Bible, the word, the truth that can actually divide the spirit of God, which is, which knows what's best for you and your thoughts, Hallelujah. what you think is best for you. So stay in the word, people, and seek the Lord, delight in him, and he will lead you to who you need to be with. He loves you. Yeah, yeah and, he, and let him pick it out because, oh, my gosh, there's so many things in Matt that I didn't know that I needed. Mm. Like, there's, he's exactly what I need. He is exactly mm. what I need. But he was not what I thought I would mm. be yeah. who I would be with, you know? And actually, he's better than mm. what I thought I'd Amen. be with. Amen. That's the best part. It's not like, 
following Jesus is, oh, he's not really what I thought he'd be. And now I'm kind of like lacking. It's like, no, he's not what I thought I, he'd be, but oh my God, he's even the things that were deep in my heart that I didn't even know that I wanted. Right. Like, it's like the best thing ever, you right. know? So mm. Yes. Praise God. And those idols keep us from experiencing that in fullness. Yes. They rob us. Truly, it's from the enemy. They come to kill, steal, and destroy when life came for life abundantly. And when you walk in the spirit and truly say yes to who God wants for you and not who you want for you, you get life abundantly. That's from him. Yes. You know, I was talking to to a friend today literally about that. There's an idol of a a woman or a man you desire Mm -hmm. to be with and dating and marriage. You're actually saying that man or woman can fulfill what only God can fulfill. So mm. intimacy, comfort, rest, companionship, love, trust, all of those things I put on this person who is incomplete to fulfill. Mm. We have to tear that idol down in the name of Jesus yes. and make God your everything and love yes. and trust him. And it's not a one-time thing. I had mm-hmm. to tear down the idol within dating Marie Claire. Yep. Because you notice a switch when I make you God. Mm-hmm. I start becoming oh, yeah. very needy mm-hmm. and that's not good. That's not how Same God designed here. that. So I have to throw it on the idol of my girlfriend and worship God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go there. How do you do that? What are, how do you notice that there's these tendencies of, okay, I'm putting Marie Claire on a pedestal. Oh, I'm putting Matt on a pedestal. Oh, I got to just humble myself. Oh, we need to humble you. What do wow. you do in those moments? So, you know, I love Marie Claire so much but she is an imperfect person. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, she's in that idle spot and I don't know she is, I, as a man, I want to become satisfied, whether that's emotionally. And so she, because she's a, a person who's incomplete, I will get incomplete satisfaction from her, mm. unfortunately, so that I can become more angry, annoyed easier. I can become impatient. I can become selfish. I can become prideful. Because I'm putting all my deposit in Marie Claire, who's imperfect, without Jesus, she can't fulfill those desires within me. So I love you, girl, but I got to put God first. Do it. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, that's more attractive anyways. It's more attractive. Impatience is the first sign I see. Wow. For sure. And then selfishness, pride, um, and just like, it's all about me and Marie Claire. Why aren't you, why aren't you satisfying my needs? Why aren't you meeting my needs? Oh, wait a second. God meets my needs. Yeah. I have those moments. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's tricky. I, I won't, I won't lie. Like, cause it sneaks up on you. You know, idols are not going to be out in the front saying, Hey, I'm an idol. Kill me. Like <laughs> worshiping me. They're actually everywhere and they're desiring you to worship them. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's sometimes tricky. So I really, honestly, I lean on the Holy Spirit to let me know that. Um, and it's in my time with Jesus in the secret place. Yeah. For example, this morning, I, I was just not even honestly, I'm going to be very vulnerable with everyone here. I was laying in bed and I was like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to pray. I don't want to read the word. And I actually texted Matt. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time getting up, going to the Lord. And he said, get up and read the word. <laughs> And I was like, oh God, okay, I will. So once I got there <laughs> and I would just get a man that does that, that's so Aww. great. Mm-hmm, that um, is. Yes, if he points you to Jesus, that is the best thing ever. Y'all both need to love the Lord more than you love each other. But um, 
once I got to that secret place and I started praying and I started coming in humility and honestly, just being honest with Jesus, these are my things that I'm feel like I'm not getting. This is whatever. Um, the Lord humbled me mm -hmm. and he was like, repent for ways that you have been wrong in the relationship, repent for, um, mm -hmm. all these things. And all of a sudden, like a spirit of humility came in and gratitude. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I traded my dissatisfaction in the relationship for humility and just gratefulness. And mm -hmm. I told Matt, I started crying because I was just like, wow, God, like, um, you didn't have to write this in my days, but you did. Mm. And you didn't have to give me Matt, but you did. And you didn't have to give him an amazing family, but you did. And you didn't have to like give us like the same interests and the same things, but you did. Like, I think you need to start seeing and looking it. What helps me remain worshiping the Lord is seeing really all the things he has given me and how faithful he has been Amen. and not looking at, well, this is not it. And this is not it. And you're not doing this. And you're not, it's like, no, praise the Lord, you know, oh, yeah. and then you're going to find so much more satisfaction in general. Um, if you praise, if you focus on praising God, you're not going to be praising other idols. Yeah. Like a lot of people think, okay, how do I murder my idols? I'm like, they're dead. They're mm. dead. You don't need to murder them. You just need to stop worshiping them. So when you stop, all you need to do to get rid of idols is just start worshiping Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> just start focusing, on. praising him, thanking him. He's good. And his faithful love endures forever. And so that's my answer. I know that was a little scattered, but wow, was clear. yeah, wow. just focusing on praising God and um, leaning on the Holy Spirit to convict me, um, but making sure I'm making myself available in the secret place to hear from the Holy Spirit so mm -hmm. that he can actually speak to me about what I'm doing wrong. You know, he's not going to be megaphone in my ear. You're not being humble. Like when I come to him and I'm like, Lord, show me. Like David prayed that, show me if there's any offensive way in me. Yeah. Like do that, Lord. When you do that, he will show you. <laughs> and you're going to realize, oh, maybe I'll find more satisfaction if I change, if I'm humble. Like maybe it's not the other person, you know? So no, you're right. Maybe it is not the other person because I feel like dating is all about, you know, it's, it's that job interview of like, okay, is this the person that I want to be one with and spend the rest of my life with and praise wow. God, the Holy spirit has given you revelation that it's each other. But during yeah. this time, it's, it's really like exposing because it just shows who you are. And it's not just you, yourself and I anymore. You have to think of another person. It is Absolutely. sanctifying. It and is. so man, yeah. that posture of praise is is so important, Marie Claire. So I'm so glad you touched on that. And so let's continue on just a little bit more. I want to know a yes. little bit more of your sweet story after these idols have been teared down, tore down, whatever the English is. Where do we go from there? Into it. Come on, <laughs> put your seatbelts on. Idols continued to be torn down. They did. So my idol, the uh, false princess, that got torn down, um, let's say like last year in June during mountain camp sure 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 and so what happened yeah. was god really opened my eyes to how beautiful and awesome marie claire was so mm. i asked her out pursued her in july which was awesome we went on the beach trip with a bunch of friends together so a year later a year, a year later, later. Two, wow two, one that's right god's timeline is different one patience year, people I, I knew yeah i was yeah. i was wrestling with her for about a year from june of 2020 to june of 2021 that's when god tore that down yeah started pursuing her and asked her out in August of 2021. 
And so we were dating, we were dating, we were dating. and We had all the things. I started to go on the road and I started to tour as a musician. And I was out of town and that was sad for her. Mm -hmm. But in my heart, you said it, Georgia, a lot of dating exposes a lot of things in somebody. And so what, during this time of me being on the road, I had problems with lust. I really did. And so that came out on the road that came out by myself in my quiet time by myself Mm -hmm. and that was exposed because of our relationship and so in December of 2021 I actually ended up confessing to Marie Claire it just came out of my mouth I was like oh my gosh Marie Claire um I've been unfaithful to you Mm -hmm. and so during this time between August of 2021 and December 2021 I was on dating apps talking to other girls while we were dating and I didn't look at it as cheating. That's what, that's what lust does. It, it distorts reality. I didn't look at it as cheating. I just looked at it as my, here's my time for my own pleasure. Here's my time for my own satisfaction. Wow. But it was, mm. it was unfaithfulness. And so I came out and confessed it to her in December and it broke her heart. Trust was broken. The relationship was broken. Mm. The next day we met with our mentors. I reconfessed everything and still did not tell the truth during this confession time of the next day after I confessed to her, which is crazy. That's what sin does. And then a couple of days after that, I confessed to my pastor, confessed to some more leaders, and then told her everything that happened during that time. And so Mm. our mentors, I know she told you, she said, Matt has a dragon he has to slay. Yeah. Like, this is a huge thing. And Mm -hmm. it's, it was in an incubator during a relationship. And so the only way to kill it is for you guys to break up. Yeah. And she loved me so much. She was like, I don't want to bring up with that. Yeah. But she she felt like the Lord was was pushing her to really split with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful you did. Oh, and so towards mid-December of last year and end of December, she broke up with me because of lust, which produced unfaithfulness in my life. And so in my life, I was heartbroken. That was the first time in my entire life, two things, like the first time in my entire life where I I thought I lost God's best from my life. That was a very scary moment. Wow. I was like, oh my gosh, I have God's best, but then I lost it because of my sin. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about that. People, will, if you are not humble, you will make, you will find a way to not take fall. And mm-hmm. so you have to take fall. I, I literally was like, mm-hmm. I just lost God's best from my life. So oh my gosh. And that woke me up. I repented. I James Forrest says, be wretched and mourn. Turn your laughter into like a mourning. That was me. Some repentance. That was me. I was crying. I was like, God, I am sorry. One for hurting Marie Claire, but I am more broken off of sinning against you, right. my God. Mm. What can I do to get out of this mess? And so my mentor, he really told me, he was like, man, this is what you got to do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and you got to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And so since my heart was in a repentant posture, I took it seriously. She broke up with me. It was just me, myself, and the Holy Spirit. That's right. And I was like, God, we're about to get into this. We're going to be here. We're going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to contact whoever. Call whoever I need to call. I'm going to get right with the Lord. And so, and there was an addiction. There was a pornography addiction as well during this time that sprouted and it got really aggressive. And so I had to, again, repent and do whatever it took necessary. And I did. Mm-hmm. So roll around the end of fast forwarding through Christmas and the new year, all the way through January. Mm-hmm. I was pure. I was in the word. We were still broken up. Yeah. We did not communicate. And I'm telling you guys, when I tell you a breakup, I feel like her pictures, I feel like <laughs> her notes. I stopped talking to her parents, Literally. And her family. I was, 
that was one of the hardest parts. Not stop talking to your family. Yeah. I just love them so much. Aww. But I stopped talking to all those people. Stopped talking to her friends. I was like, we are broken up. Mm, and yeah, for me yeah. to overcome this dragon, I have to do everything to the exact T so that I can honor God and love Him and be, and be set free. And it says, keep my, those who love me will keep my commandments. Yeah, instructions, specific instructions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And not and doing not, it halfway. And not yeah. doing it halfway. Not cutting any corners. Right. Exactly. And that's what, look, <laughs> Matt Powell, he's the guy that really poured into me. He was, he was saying, um, <laughs> he said the first thing was like, so man, you're, you're about to enter into a lifestyle change. Mm. What are you willing to do? And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, you're willing to, to the point, get a new phone. Are you willing to, Yeah. I mean, straight up, do everything it takes to, um, to sever this. And that only comes through repentance to the power of the Holy Spirit. But I did whatever it took. I cut that phone down. I got Good. the accountability I needed. Praise I stayed God. light. I confess truly. And um, truly meaning I confess to someone who wasn't also in bondage i confessed Thank to someone you, who was out of bondage in victory yes and then they called me up and it hurt but it was <laughs> so much better than not yeah and so that grounded me so much um every day i prayed in the spirit for about 15 to 20 minutes i got i read prayer in the understanding for a little bit got, kind of read the chapter of the bible and then read like a devotional every day for about a month and a half that's amazing. And so just like taking it every day, yeah. calling somebody every day, yeah. and word every day, fighting, overcoming. I oh. saw a complete switch. God revealed to me so much about myself, so much about um, men and women, so much about confidence, so much oh, yeah. about strength, leadership, shame, condemnation. I just want to encourage people who struggle with any sin for really, but if it's with lust, that's an avenue for condemnation yes. and shame to get through. Right, right. Confidence. If you ever feel like you're not mm-hmm. confident, insecure. you're insecure, mm-hmm. often you get to check if there's sin in your life. Yeah. Simple as that. That's not God's perfect will for your life. Mm-hmm. And so we were still broken up all the way through December th- to the rest of December through January. Wow. And I was getting victory. And then we started to talk again end of January 2020. Two. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And I'll leave it at there. I'll leave okay. it there. I got one question for Matt before I want to hear more from Ray Claire. Yes. So Matt, to the to the friend, guy or girl that's like, oh well, it's not that bad. Like it's just, you know, once a week. Like I, I look Whoa. at porn. Or, you know, like, you know, it's just not that bad. Where they don't see the significance of their sin and what it's causing not only them and the other person, but their relationship with the father. What would you say? Yeah. So that mindset to the friend who has that mindset, that mindset will literally kill you. Mm, it will come on. Um, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It doesn't come to steal, kill, and destroy in comfort. It comes to only kill, steal, and destroy. Wow. And so if there's any sin in your life, it will kill you and it will destroy you. And so, and it will steal from you. So do not be friends with your sin. Bible says in Hebrews, I believe it's one nine. It says you, uh, you have loved righteousness. It's talking to Jesus, it's talking about Jesus, but we're supposed to be like Jesus. So it applies mm-hmm. to us. You have loved righteousness and you have hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed your head with the oil of gladness mm. above and beyond your companions or beyond your companions. Um, you have to hate lawlessness mm. and we know what we love by what we give to. Let me give an example. If I love Marie Claire, I will give to her. I'm not just talking about money. I'll give my time to her. Mm. I'll give my energy to her. I'll give my focus to her. 
if you love addiction, you will, you will give into it. You will keep it around. You will have it. And so you have to hate sin. You have to hate it at first, hate it so much. And a lot of us are not willing to admit that we hate sin in our lives. We like it. We're comfortable with it. But when you get to the point of hating it, repent, turn away and let the Lord fill you up with his life and life abundantly. He promises in John 10, 10. Um, so that once a week, maybe that once a month, uh, man, like, is that God's perfect will for your life? It is not. It is not. It is not. He he loves you. He wants to set you completely free. He wants to give you his, all of his life and life abundantly. He doesn't want you to be in bondage at all. He has so greater plans for you, but it starts through you. You, not just waiting on God to do it, you actively hating sin and loving righteousness god i I love your word Mm -hmm. and i will even say to that like you know it's not just don't just focus on getting rid of the sin in your life yes don't focus on okay i just can't i just shouldn't watch it i shouldn't watch it i shouldn't watch it no focus on loving god yes when you deposit to the spirit of god when you start to really focus on loving jesus he will lead you like in paths of righteousness mm-hmm. for your namesake, he will lead you. If you just follow him, he will lead you out. Don't try to conquer the sin on your own. You know, I had a, I had a struggle and I think I talked about this last time, but I had a struggle with pornography and masturbation as well. And when you just, I mean, and yeah, when you just focus on getting rid of that sin and conquering it yourself, you will not be able to do this. Like it is a war, not against flesh and blood. Right. Right. War against the principalities. There's spirits coming after you. And it says, don't fight with seen weapons, fight with spiritual weapons. So you need more. And I was also going to say like, um, it's not just about getting rid of the spirit of lust in your life. Once that thing is gone, the amount of revelation that God has on the other side of that yes. is amazing. Like I've seen mm-hmm. Matt go from glory to glory to glory. Come on. Me too. When I get set free from something, there's more glory. And then you can get even deeper. You know, it's not just about getting out of survival mode. You don't want to just get out of that. You want to start thriving. You know, there's there's life on the other side. So be encouraged it's not just about getting rid of lust just there's abundant life waiting for you you know that god's waiting for you to enjoy yeah yeah all those smiles it's all about loving god and you can do that through your dating relationship by putting him at the center and allowing him to use this time to mold you and make you more like him it's just so beautiful and so this is going to be part one we got to end right here I know, friends. Was less than a minute i was like i hope she sees that i know i'm like oh no but that's the thing we'll leave our friends with is hey don't be friends with your sin and love god just yeah. love god and mm, Oh gosh, we're gonna talk more soon. Matt, Marie Claire, thank you so much. And we just love you so much here at Faith and Friends. Thank you, love you. Friend, I pray this conversation encouraged you right where God has you today. And if we're being honest, my greatest takeaway from this episode was the idea of false princes and princesses and that tearing down of our idols of this perfect person out there. So good. If you have a takeaway from this episode, I would love to hear from you. Just leave us a review here, or you can message me on Instagram at I am Georgia Brown. Friend, I am genuinely so grateful for your life, for the fact that you are a beautiful, beloved child of God. And I pray that you root your identity in Him alone. I really am looking forward to our next chat together. But until then, don't forget, 
There's a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye!